1: No one would ever go to this what? many sex-sounding gay bars <laughs> down the spiral staircase
0: with a huh? dancing monkey. Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> Did you buy dog Viagra? Joey, it was nice catching <laughs> up with you. Kind go to me. hell, Mike. Hey, Joey. Oh, oh, hi, Mike. How's it going? Oh, it's good and hello to everyone listening my name's mike that's joe i live in the san francisco bay area joe lives in la we've been friends for over a decade and each week we just call one another and we catch up oh sorry i had to run and catch the phone Why <laughs>
1: the phone oh, i'm so tired <laughs> oh, uh, that was my donna sugars tribute
0: <laughs> i had to run and catch the phone mm-hmm oh, okay um sorry we're recording late on sunday we usually record or we like to record earlier but it's just been it's been a day yeah what happened to you um well i have a new roommate did i tell you that no kind of. i don't know anything um well one who of, left well tegan was kind of like kicked out <gasps> who's tegan my roommate my old roommate um do but i he, know him have you met him no no do i know who he is He's my roommate. I don't know. What it, like. Have I heard of him? No. So he like was kind of like, he didn't participate in house activities very much. And he'd only been here a few months. Oh, um, I know who Tegan is. How do you know who Tegan is? <clears throat> what? How do you know who Tegan is?
1: Uh, He came up before. I know who he is. He's the person who a certain someone was a little... Uh, wary of correct who oh.
0: no i don't I have no idea what you're talking about okay you're talking in code but okay. i don't what know I'll the do. code here's what
1: i'll do if 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 it's something that you don't want in the show then i'll cut it out okay isn't he the one that like kind of looked hot when he was dressed up but like in real life isn't
0: yeah like so when he was like in nice clothes mm-hmm. he was like handsome but then when he was, like, in basketball shorts and, like, a T-shirt, he was, uh-huh. like, ugh. Yeah. Like, it's one of those things, like, he looked good when his hair was combed nicely and, like, he had on, like, a collared shirt. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, he ha- he left. But who uh, who asked him to leave? Um, The owner because his mom moved in. What? T- no. Yeah. So... I mean, it's not a good story, but his mom lived in San Francisco, top of a hill, uh, with his brother, and his brother passed away. <gasps> oh, so, from what? Um, he had like heart surgery, and he passed away after the heart surgery. Oh my but gosh! The mother's like eighty-three. What? I know. So and how she old is sp- he? He looks young. She doesn't speak a word of English either. What? What is he? Where's he from? He's, he's Chinese. And so she's like on the house in the city that he owns a house in the city in San Francisco that she was living in, and um, he she was like stuck there because like she couldn't walk anywhere because she I mean she's eighty three but also it's like the top of a very steep hill, Um, so they decided to move her here and then rent that place out so they're gonna get like three grand a month for that place. Meanwhile, they kicked one person out and they'll lose you know, a grand in rent here. So it, it works out for the better. Plus, she'll have, like... Oh, access. the she's...
1: owner's mom moved in. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. okay. I thought... Okay, okay. Oh, I got confused. I thought Tegan's mom moved in. No, no. <laughs> oh, and I was like, he's Chinese? He looks so white.
0: No, no, no. Oh,
1: and so wait, the, so... Okay, the go The mom
0: on. is so nice, and she doesn't speak a word of English, but she's, like, just very friendly, and she, like... The minute she moved in, she hasn't stopped cleaning since then. Like, she Ugh. just cleans everything. And we're, we're not dirty people. But if you've ever lived in a house with six people, it's like, so I'll I'll fry an egg and, like, maybe a little bit of grease will get on the stove. And then Mario will fry something and get a little bit of grease on the stove. Now there's a lot of grease on the stove. And nobody put a lot of grease on the stove. So, like, that, if I don't feel like I should clean it. He doesn't feel like he should clean it. Do do you, you kind of see like that's how like stuff piles up here? Yeah, it's like a cumulative mess. Um, so um, it's been good though. She's I mean that's only she moved in on Thursday. So
1: is she like cleaning and you go like um,
0: excuse me, there's a you, you miss a spot? <laughs> no, the opposite. Like I was cooking and she was like cleaning in the kitchen and she tried to do my dishes and I was like, no, you're not mm. doing my dishes, lady. You'll get used to it. I, <laughs> I hope not. Um, so, uh, yeah, we uh, have been dealing with that. And then... Um, Was she getting
1: upset that he would ask to move out?
0: Well, well, for starters, he, like, participated so little in the house. Like, he never went to the bar with us. He never hung out. He also... He works at a hotel in mm-hmm. San Francisco. Yeah. Um, and his hours are kind of, like, all over the place. So, a lot of times, he'll do, like, overnighters. Uh-huh. So, he would just be gone so i don't know if he was upset or not he i I didn't really talk to him about it and then he moved out and he didn't like say goodbye or anything he's just gone one day i went down and the room was like wide open and empty and i was like what the fuck Mm, wow yeah so uh that happened Mm -hmm. Um, and then today i went uh and i watched rod kyle run in the oakland marathon
1: oh you didn't run in the in the marathon
0: (laughs) no no Although I think I want to next year. Oh god. Uh like train for a whole year. That's possible, right? Here I thought that you had like actually run the marathon. No. Oh. Uh-uh. Oh wait wait so, wait
1: wait wait. What did you say right now?
0: You went where? To the Oakland Marathon to watch Broad Kyle run in the Oakland Marathon. Oh, that's weird. Um so my friend Ronnie and I were going to meet at uh-huh. the 20 the 20 mile mark? Yeah. And we were gonna cheer Rod on. So we Cheer, what did you say cheer, not jeer? No, cheer. And so um hmm. I asked Did you stop uh, by
1: Phillips house along the way and see if he needed anything? Bring him
0: some things at this from the supermarket? I asked RK to predict what time he would get to the, the twenty mile mark. When did you ask him this? And he's huh? When did you ask him this? Earlier. Huh, interesting. Mm-hmm. And so I asked him to predict when he get to the 20-mile mark. Uh-huh. And he said it would be after 11 a.m., right? So me and Ronnie were going to meet at the 20-mile mark. I took the BART there. I got there early. I got a nice piece of curb. Um, and I was texting uh, our friend Ronnie. I was like, hey, this is where I'm at. Like, come meet us, whatever. So I'm sitting down and I'm waiting. I'm sitting all alone. And, like, everyone – I mean, it's kind of an interesting atmosphere, but everyone's, like, yelling out things as runners pass. And I was, like, getting socially anxious because I'm, like, oh, God, is going to run up, and I'm going to have to yell something. So I'm, like, thinking of different things I could yell. And it was – I had, like, five or six options in my head, and I was, like, when Ronnie gets here – Were
1: any of them, like – did any of them have the phrase ex-boyfriend in it?
0: No. Um, you're making me uncomfortable. Um, so, uh, what, where was I? You were going to yell things at Rod Kyle? Um.
1: This time in public?
0: (laughs) So, um, I was waiting for Ronnie to show up, um, and I, like I said, I was early, and then all of a sudden I hear, like, Mike Lawson? And I look up, and it's your friend Shane. He's... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Your friend Shane is right. How did you, and,
1: now, how, here's my question. How did he recognize you,
0: and I'm how just, did you recognize him? Joe, I'm just sitting on the curb, like, drinking my soy latte, mm-hmm. like, text messaging, whatever, and I just hear, Mike Lawson? And I look, I mean, I recognize him right away. And you might remember, um, I don't know if we talked about this on the podcast or not, this is a friend of yours who... Uh, used to live in SoCal, now moved up to Oakland and lives near me. And I was running at Lake Merritt and I actually saw him, but I like, well, first of all, when I run, I'm like covered in sweat and like heaving because I can't breathe. So I didn't say anything to him. That's
1: actually the same way I am when I turn around in bed. Like if I turn from one side to the other, I'm heaving and sweating and I am just so tired. (laughs) So I but already I have had to this, go. I have to stay in bed.
0: I had this awkward like moment with him, like, well, not even he didn't even know it was a moment at the lake, and then he like says Mike Lawson, and all I could say is yeah. <laughs> I was like yeah.
1: Oh, all you, <laughs> and, did now. Did you automatically know it was him?
0: Yeah, I knew. I totally knew it was him. Like he he he's he looks. Like the pictures I've seen of him. Like he looks like. So I felt stupid again because I couldn't say anything. Mm-hmm. Um, but here, here's this, Joey. I'm sitting there alone on the curb. It's like 10 30 minutes before he predicted. Rod Kyle predicted he would even be by. And I look up from my cell phone. And uh, Rod Kyle is running by and he waves at me. And I was like. But. <laughs> so <laughs> I took the train all the way to West Oakland. Sit on the curb for half an hour, and all I could say is, but I... <laughs> <laughs> you had more to say to Shane. I know. <laughs> so I jump back on the train. I text Ronnie. I'm like, hey, he already passed us. He's, you know, his speed is really, really good. Uh, so I take the train back to um, the lake area and I go to the finish line, right? Yeah. And I'm sitting at the finish line and I'm noticing people that were kind of, like, you remember certain people from the other side. So Mm -hmm. I'm there's, like, a guy in a banana suit that stood out for obvious reasons. But then there's also, like, the pacers, like, people telling you, like, if you follow me, you will finish at this time and whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, so I know Shane is coming. So I'm, like, in my head, I'm, like, I'm going to say, like, people are screaming at everyone. So I was, like, I'm going to yell, like, go Shane or something, right? Mm Mm-hmm. So I see Shane come at me and then directly across the street from me at the finish line, he like runs towards a group of people and gives them all like high fives as they like scream his name. And they have a big Shane sign, which I didn't recognize until he's running. So it's his- a
1: funny thing because, you know, I used to work with Shane and whatnot that that those people are wherever he goes. <laughs> They're not just at marathons. If he just like when he's to finish work, he'd run out and they'd be have a Shane sign.
0: Um, it was actually like his family came up, I think, because I met. So afterward, um, uh, Rod Kyle and I are kind of walking around the, the thing. And I saw him and introduced him to RK. And he introduced me to, like, who the people he was with. And his dad was one of them. So um, I've met Shane's dad now. Um, so the and RK passed and I yelled something like, go RK or whatever. And I think I want to run a marathon now.
1: Now, let me tell you this. I actually heard from Shane today. Oh, and he, good. And he told me he saw you. Oh, cool. And I'm not making this up. He told me he wanted to tell you, but he didn't, that meeting you... <laughs> 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 Shut up. ...was like meeting a celebrity. Whatever. <laughs> he said it occurred to him later, because he was thinking, like... Because, you know, he met Rod Kyle, which I've never met Rod Kyle. Right. And he was saying... I. I know so much about these people that I met for the first time because he listens to the show right, like literally he met Rodkow for the first time and knew about your relationship and and everything right, so that was weird for him. It was like meeting a celebrity
0: interesting, yeah um what about you? what's going on in l a Tell me what's the house so what's the
1: tea on Monday, okay. Yeah. What was that horrible noise?
0: That was my microphone stand. I had to correct it.
1: You're always correcting your microphone stand now. You, n- you never used to do that before. What is this?
0: I know. Well, remember, I, I, uh, I hate your guts. We started the last episode with you me telling you about my new setup.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so listen to this. So I went to Staples on Monday, and I just had to buy one thing, one item. Okay, like one scan of the barcode. Boop, that would have been my whole item, right? One thing. Yeah. Go in there. I get it. And I go to the cash register and there is an Asian woman and she has one of those like carry baskets. You know, those baskets you carry, those hand baskets. Okay. And it's full of stuff like pencils and erasers and sharpeners and little just a just full of tiny little knickknacks. Right. And she says to me, oh, oh, why don't you go ahead of me? Right? Okay. And I go, Oh, thanks. And so I just she says it as I'm walking up. She sees my one item. So I stroll right in front of her. Well the cash the cashier must have been distracted. So he just sees me like stroll up to him and hand him my item. Yeah. He goes, Um, actually that woman was here ahead of you. And I look at her, I go, like, Oh, um she said that I could go ahead of her and he looks at her and she goes, Um actually I could go now. Ew. <laughs> That's gross. Okay. And then I have to like step back and everyone's looking at me like I'm the biggest
0: jerk. Yeah. Look at this guy that I just tried to cut. Yeah. And then we, I. But we then got then I, rules in this society. So, that,
1: so now I'm sitting there like stewing in my shame.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But then also it's just like. Boop. Boop. <laughs> And just like, I'm just seeing him go, like, slowly go through her basket of, like, a pile of, one item? One item? I would have been out of there so fast Right one item, and then that was it. I was so embarrassed. Has anything like that ever happened to you?
0: Um, I don't think so. I've certainly been, like, you know when you, like, uh, hit the checkout stand at the exact, the checkout line at the exact same time, and I was like, trying to be a gentleman. I was like, go ahead, sir, or whatever. Or you see somebody, I have a, a bunch of groceries and someone has one thing. And then when they get up, they're like, and can I get a carton of cigarettes? And then they're like, sure. Hold on. They have to like shut down their machine and like walk two miles to get this carton of cigarettes for the smoker. If you're, listen,
1: people, this is my public service announcement. If you're in the 15 items or less, line that's to speed the line you can't buy cigarettes you can't write a check you can't buy gift cards you can't um what about ask- coupons can you use coupons you can use coupons okay because it's go boop, 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 boop. but you can't cause problems anything that will cause a problem uh, you can't be like oh i couldn't find uh the tomatoes you know i yeah. you, you can't do that it has to be like I'm, I'm i'm speeding through here you know
0: are you if someone is in front of you with 15 items in a 12 item or less, are you going to say something? You you totally would not say anything. No,
1: I would never say anything. I would just hate that person silently.
0: Yeah. I don't think I would say anything either, though, believe it or not. I would hate them, though.
1: Yeah, like I hate people who like – they'll have like – I don't want to get into this. It's going to get too long down this road. The point is I hate people.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Uh, I had a birthday this week, Joey. Um, oh, that's right. How was your birthday? Wednesday was my birthday. good. I don't good. think you acknowledged my birthday
1: thing to you, did, it? did you? What birthday thing?
0: I left you a birthday message on Facebook. Um, Like on my Facebook page? Yeah. Uh, well, I was kind of overwhelmed. I had something like 200 Facebook messages, so...
1: I know. P- My, just, Mike, Mike couldn't help but uh, rub it in. He was like, oh, this person bought me this, and that person bought me this, and this person bought Oh, that, I, like, I forgot
0: about that story. Joey, we have a wonderful podcast. Well, first of all, if any of you uh, – I got a few gifts from a few different podcast listeners. Thank you to all of – I thanked all of those people individually, but I would like to do it again. Thank you. Um, one One such person – Oh, I just ruined the story though. One such person was, uh, RC Martinez and he messaged me my birthday morning and he was like, um, Hey Mike, I got a question, uh, Fandango or Best Buy. And I'm like, "Mm, Fandango and Best Buy do different things. So I was like, Fandango sells movie tickets, right? And you can't do that at Best Buy. Can you? And he was like, Nope. And I'm like, what the fuck is this question? And by the way, I'm on my way to the doctor's at this time, like on the bus.
1: Who's getting the doctor's to appointment for their birthday?
0: Well, I took the whole day off, so I had the whole morning to do it. And it was a shitty appointment actually. But um, so I'm messaging him as I'm like doing this and he was like, Nope, they they do different things. And I was like, I don't understand the question then and he like offered no clarity and then he said, Or Hulu. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I don't have time for this nonsense. I was, like, upset, right? Um, Why did 10 minutes later he send me a Best Buy gift card? He was just trying to figure out what kind of gift card to get me. And I'm the dick that's like... um.
1: You should have been like, oh, I prefer Hulu.
0: <laughs> I don't have time for these questions. <laughs> Meanwhile, he bought me a present, which was so nice. Um, later that day, Christina from the Greetings from Nowhere podcast came up and we saw WK w Kamau bell uh who was really good mm-hmm. it was a really good show really good show there was actually like um uh, quite a few uh stage talkers like not hecklers but like people that wanted to like converse with him mm-hmm. that like didn't understand that like one guy has a microphone and he's the one that should be talking
1: they're technically still hecklers
0: yeah, I guess so. But they were he would ask like rhetorical questions, right? Like, "And what are you supposed to do with that?" And then someone would like yell out like an answer. Mm-hmm. Like he's like actually wanting like he's really asking us questions. Um, he was really good, like really smart. Um just really good. Have you have you ever seen him do stand up at all or?
1: I've never seen him do stand up.
0: Um he's good and uh I guess he's going to be on uh, real time with Bill Marr. This coming Friday, so oh, that should be good. Look at you. And then uh, R- Rod Kyle also took me to dinner the following day for oh, my that's... Birth- birthday. Oh, for really? For my birthday, yeah. Oh. What about you? What else is going wait, on wait, wait, in Wait, wait, wait. I want to go
1: back to this. Rod Kyle took you out for your birthday, huh?
0: Yeah. What else is going on in LA?
1: So, friend of the show, Adam Vought, um, who Let me just give you a brief rundown of Adam Vought.
0: Uh, I lived in his house for a little bit.
1: You lived in his house for a little bit, a couple week or two. Um, And I've only
0: met him for like an hour. You've only (laughs) met him for an hour. Uh, FaceTime. He lived
1: in Japan for a few years. Lived in Argentina for a few years. Spent some time in Spain. uh, Has lived uh, all over the world. Went to UCLA. uh, Grad school at Georgetown. Very knows all these languages. Very accomplished. Right. That's just a few of the things. Uh, he works in the Bay Area. He's decided he wants to be a fireman. What? Yeah, and he's in the final stages of working for the Long Beach Fire Department. What? Yeah,
0: that's weird. So is he? So he's gonna move back down there or if obviously. he gets the
1: job. Yeah. So uh, he. Uh, I here's a weird thing. I come from a family of firemen. Uh, both of my uncles are firemen, and so it turns out I'm talking to. One of my uncles, I tell him about Adam Vaught and he says he happens to know the guy that used to do the hiring for Long Beach Fire Department. He's since yeah. retired. So Adam – but that was months ago. But in the meanwhile, Adam Vaught just asked me a week or so ago to write him a letter of recommendation. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how to write a letter of recommendation for a fire department, so I call my uncle. And long story short, he hooks me up with his friend who used to do the hiring. He goes, yeah. He'll call my friend Steve. He does all the hiring. He'll he'll tell you what to do. I call this Steve character, right?
0: Uh-huh. No, now
1: here's the thing. I'm I'm calling a fireman. A oh, retired fireman. I'm calling a fireman. So I'm trying to sound like super straight. Yeah. So I'm like, <laughs> yeah, hi, Steve, there. <laughs> and he, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Hey, what's up? I love pussy. Anyway you know
0: straight porn playing in the background yeah, I'm
1: like, ah, ah. I'm like, oh hold on it's uh, it's my yeah uh, bang bus video I watch anyway, what's going on anyway, so um I call him. And, uh, he, he's one of the, he, he, I don't do this with numbers. I don't recognize, but if I see a fr- like if I was, if I was hanging out with uh, Mercedes and you called Mike, you might hear this. You might hear like, ah, <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh, I would never do that again. What's up. Hello, Mike. You know, like that. Right. Right. That's how he answered the, he's like, he's like, oh, <laughs> 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 oh fuck that chick. Anyway. Hello. And I was like, oh, uh, Hey, Steve there. <laughs> and I go, yeah. He goes, yeah. And I go, oh, this is uh Attance. And I tell him, I'm, you know, I tell him I'm, who my your uncle story. is. story. Yeah. yeah. And he goes, oh, hey, man. Yeah. Your uncle told me all about you. And then he goes, I'm actually with right now. And hey, he's clearly drunk, by the way. Yeah. I'm, I'm with my buddy. He just retired from Long Beach today. He was like a captain. We're celebrating right now because today was his last day. And they're so drunk. And I'm like, um I'm like, oh, okay, that's cool. And he goes, So it's uh so A and O, is that what you're doing? And I was like, Excuse me? And it turns out he thought I was the one that was gonna be a fireman. So he's oh. talking to this guy, he's like, Yeah, this is uh so and so's nephew, and he's gonna be a fireman for Long Beach, you gotta help him out. We gotta help this guy out, you know, get into the fire department. I'm like, But now now meanwhile I hear him doing this. You
0: should have just said, My name is Adam Vought
1: like just... oh i should have right and so <laughs> yeah. i go uh, but now i can't i, I do because i know i'm i'm gonna sound gay i don't want to be like excuse me no hello hello um i'm a flamer but not a fireman like hello hello s- s- like um i am not no fireman girl like i didn't want to be like I knew, cause I knew if i spoke up that's what i would sound like yeah. So I was like, "Oh." <laughs> so, so finally, he goes. So what are you? What are you applying for? Him? Uh, I I think there's been a mistake. So then I explain it to him, and then he actually he's very nice. He has Adam. He he asks me to have Adam call him right then. Oh, cool. So Adam calls him, and they talk and whatever. But now here's my question to you. Part two of the story is I need to write a letter of recommendation now. Yeah. And. I've written most of it. I have to give it to Adam by, like, tomorrow night. I've written most of it. Here's the problem.
0: It's super funny. Oh, no. Joe, this is Big Brother or what is it? Big Brother. What's the nonprofit where you, like, get a kid? Yeah, Big Brother of America. Big Brother and Big Sister of America. Big Brother of America all over again. You're gonna fuck somebody over because of a, jo- okay, to tell think, a joke. Okay, I don't think I don't think
1: anybody knows the story. So many years ago, at the company that Mike and I used to work with, people who worked full time they did this new thing where we had to volunteer a certain number of hours. Right. So I decided I was going to volunteer for the Big Brothers of America. Right. You we're going to get a little brother. I was going to get a little like,
0: brother, mentor him, mentor
1: him, um, and then hopefully in ten years date him. So, <laughs> look, so anyway, I like to like, I, 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 want, I basically want to b- grow a twink farm.
0: This is the kind of joke that made you not get a big brother. Exactly. Or a little brother. So yeah.
1: when I call them, they're like, oh my God, we have such a shortage of men to be big brothers. So actually anybody out there, they have a, a huge shortage of men to be big brothers and mentors to people.
0: Well, they used to anyway.
1: <laughs> yeah. And she goes, please come in. She goes, literally, if you unless you're like a criminal, you're gonna get in. Right? She tells me this. <laughs> so I go in and they go, fill out this application. We're gonna do a background check. And I go in, I fill out this application, and I decide, you know, they're gonna want like a hilarious big brother. Right? Yeah. So I go in and I fill out this application. Then I think I immediately go in for like an interview. Like, I don't know if it was that day or the next day or whatever. And I actually crushed the interview. Like, the interview goes... The woman tells me it's, like, the best interview she's ever done. Okay. Right? So, I'm like, all right. This is a fucking done deal. Right? Right. Yeah. Um, I get a <laughs> rejection letter, like, a few days later in the mail. Like, mm-hmm. we're sorry we can't um, accept you in the Big Brother program. Yeah. Here's why. They explain in the letter. On the application... It said, do you have any guns in the house? And I said, yes, but they're hidden beneath all the pornography. <laughs> and I guess they have to take those things Yo. seriously.
0: Oh, I'm, how dare they take their application seriously?
1: I thought that they would think those was super funny.
0: So no, I-, I think, like, being funny and hip, in a organization that serves children is certainly possible. But when that has to do with guns and pornography, Joe, I think that that kind of crosses the line.
1: I think they asked if there was pornography in the house too. So I think I was melding the two questions together. (laughs) Like, do you have pornography in the house? Do you have guns in the house? And I said, yes, but it's hidden beneath all the pornography. I think it was something like that. So, uh, yes, I did not become a big brother to anybody. Um, so, so I
0: think that maybe the jokes in the letter of recommendation, you don't have to be funny. Like he he doesn't need a letter of funny. He well, needs a letter I, of recommendation. I
1: read him the first paragraph. He thought it was hilarious. Yeah. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to give it to him and then he can edit it as he sees fit. It's just okay. like, I like this guy. Sign Joe. <laughs> he edits <this> it down. <laughs> this person is good.
0: He changes the name to from Joe to, like, your brother's name.
1: Yeah, Mike Batanz, and he just rewrites the whole letter.
0: <laughs> uh, and, uh, what, else, what else is going on with you? Anything?
1: No. I, just really briefly, I did go to, like, this gross, super illegal immigrant swap meet today with my parents. They're uh-huh. all Mexicans, and I'm Mexican, too. I'm gonna tell you this. I'm five foot seven, which is on the short side. It's not midget, but it's on the short side. Why was I like um, taller than most of the people at this swap meet? What I was like weird. towering over people. My my dad was like uh, David of David. No, no, he was Goliath. My dad was Goliath at this swap meet, and That's my dad's weird. like just shy of six foot. Like you and my brother, they would you guys would have been like Wilt Chamberlain.
0: Did they notice? Like, did your parents notice? Yeah, I made were... jokes about it. Yeah, that's weird. My
1: mom was taller than mostly. Everybody there was so short. And here's the other thing about the Mexican swap meet, and this is so weird. Rows and rows and rows and rows of people just selling their dumb crap. Uh-huh. Mike, I'm being conservative here. I'm going to say under 20%, but above 10. So I'm going to say 15% of all the people selling things were selling birds and bird seed. What? <laughs> No. Yeah, it was so weird. What? That is really weird. Yeah, that's it was... not where I thought you were going. No, it was like birds and like multiple—at least six people I saw selling like like parakeets and whatnot and cages and parrots and all sorts the of flea
0: market. The flea markets up here are different. I think we've talked about this before, but um, really, I know that this might sound weird, but like some of the best food you can get is at these things, like. The shaved ice with, like, mango and, like, chili. No, I mean, oh, they had those there. They had those there. I, I love that. Yeah, like, I feel like you can't get that. Well, I'm sure you can. I just don't know where to get that except for the flea market.
1: They're all over down. They're all over Los Angeles in the street.
0: Some of the places, like the taquerias and stuff, I just don't feel comfortable going into because, like, I feel like when I walk in, it'll be like that scene in Pee-Wee's Big Adventure. Like, I'm so out of place that the record screeches and everyone just looks at me and... I just feel uncomfortable walking in.
1: Oh, I thought you were going to feel uncomfortable because you dated half the people there.
0: Shut up. (laughs) Um, Up here, Joey, uh, this story comes by way of a friend of the show, uh, Rod Kyle, by the way. He told me that this is a story we should talk about. Uh, San Mateo County health workers have been creating fake profiles on Grindr. It wouldn't be
1: the first ones.
0: They're... (laughs) I don't think there's anybody <laughs> real on Grindr. So they're creating these fake profiles and they're chatting up with guys. And then when the conversation gets to sex, they turn the conversation to encourage men to have HIV testing in the county. They tell them about where it's at, yada, yada, I'm gonna yada. I'm going tell you
1: something. I've been on this Grindr enough to know that wouldn't even stop them. They'd be like, so yeah, you want to fuck? So what, are we going to get together and fuck? Actually, I want to encourage you to come over to the HIV center in San Mateo County. Yeah, we're going to fuck there? <laughs> um, And here's the thing. If there's gay guys working for the San Mateo County, they're going to say yes. Right. <laughs> they're going to be like, okay, um, I'm not supposed to tell you this, but yeah, okay, come over. You're yeah.
0: pretty hot. So the – um. The director of the San Mateo County Health Department is a homosexual man himself. He says he's never been on Grinder. Yeah, he
1: made this up because he got caught yeah. on Grinder. They're like, "Um, <laughs> you're on a work phone and you're on Grinder." We looked at the files like twelve. 12- oh, I'm doing this special project <laughs> where I go on Grinder and I encourage men to come into the health center.
0: Like, he's, he he says that they're very forthcoming pretty early on in the conversation but they do have fake profile pictures of men to get people to to start the conversation and he said something like people are here just to chat so that's what we're doing um grinder what uh, if they're via... talking to each other <laughs> like <Yeah. laughs> one guy's on the other cubicle and like yeah it's about uh,
1: 11 inches and then the other guy's like you just hear it and then they're like wait they like peek their heads over the cubicle and they're like Todd <laughs> and he's like Larry? Well what's up? And they go fuck.
0: If you work for San Mateo County, you cannot be on Grindr mm-hmm. on your at work yeah. because they're like catching you, right? Yeah. Um they have two cell phones that they use for this. They have men, women, men and women straight and gay that are responsible for running the account um the article i read actually tried to get in touch with grinder grinder sent like a really stupid like um response that said that um base this is against terms of service um they grinder says that they certainly encourage safe sexual practices but um if you want to like get a message out like this then there's like paid routes like they can advertise quote-unquote so when you open uh, the app it might tell you about that's HIV so pointless. testing or something i hate when you yeah. open
1: grinder and it's like the white party and you're like uh come over to
0: splash on friday Ugh, this makes me mad though because like you're po- you're lying to people. It's like, um, you go to the grocery store. You're ready to check out, and they're like, "Yeah, I'd be happy to ring up your groceries today, but first, let me tell you about this public service that's offered in the area." And then after you get to the end of the public service, they're like, "Oh, by the way, I don't work at this grocery store, so you're gonna have to go to the you, other." Checkout you know, this
1: reminds me of, um, I used to have a roommate who had um, uh, financial issues. And this roommate would get um, uh, creditors calling all the time for this roommate. And one time the person called and they say, is so-and-so there? And I'm like, oh, no, uh, the person's not there. But I don't know how – I must have sounded extra gay on the phone. So the guy starts flirting with me. Okay? Yeah. Of course, he sounds hot. So I start flirting back. He's an ex-Mormon. I think he actually asked for my the the person's cell phone number. He's like an ex. And I go no, I can't give that to you. And then he starts flirting with me, and I'm on the phone with this guy for like an hour, and it's actually getting kind of intense, right? Yeah. And then right before it's getting to like weird, creepy telemarketer phone sex, uh-huh. he goes, um, "So you're gonna give me her cell phone number?" I was like, "No," <laughs> and he goes it like hangs up on me. Ew. Yeah. So he called, he was fucking with me under false pretenses.
0: That's weird. Thank and you. how did it make you feel?
1: Before, after I beat off.
0: <laughs> so the, the people who on these cell phones are being trained how to respond to explicit pictures. Uh, cause that happens a lot. Uh, they also said that folks are very persistent. So like, despite, the health what do you mean workers'
1: train on how to deal with explicit pictures.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Like you compliment it and move on? I don't know. Oh, I thought
1: like first of all you would show everybody in the office. Yeah, here's a wiener. Mike, Mike, here's the thing. I can't speak for you. If if this was my job, I would be fucking so many of these
0: people. It'd be <laughs> insane. Well, if this was your job, what you would do is you would have the conversation this is what you would do. Cause you're like Catfish is, like, your innate, like, your spirit animal. Your spirit animal is a catfish. Me? Yeah. Why? (laughs) Because you love talking to people online. I like catfishing them. So I think you would have your own cell phone sitting next to it. You would talk to these people for work and then reveal that you're a health worker. And then you would get on Mm, your phone. mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So this person's like, I love, I don't know. um, Yeah, you're right. I love Fleetwood Mac. And then you would get on your phone. Change my profile. To Fleetwood Mac fan, number one.
1: Yeah. Uh, I'd call it like a landslide.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yes. And then you would chat them up and be like, oh, you like Fleetwood Mac? I happen to be a huge Fleetwood Mac fan. Meanwhile, you're Googling. Love, you took it down. You're Googling Fleetwood Mac's mm-hmm. uh, facts. Climb the mountain
1: and I turn around. What? Excuse me? What's your name? <laughs> and I saw a reflection in a something-covered hill.
0: So... Uh, despite health workers revealing very early on that they are just a health worker uh, uh, sent here to tell you to have safe sex and to get HIV tested, uh, the health workers are saying that sometimes people are still persistent. They're like uh, still wanting to meet the men in the profile fo- photos that they're using. And they have to keep saying like this person doesn't actually work here.
1: They shouldn't do that. I will say this. They should not do that.
0: It's shady, I think. I don't like it at all. What else? What's going on in L.A.? Any news stories you want to tell me about? Yes.
1: In, this is actually sort of takes place in San Francisco, but it's an L.A. story. An L.A. public defender was arrested for being drunk and unruly at San Francisco International Airport. Her name is Monica Marie Jenkins.
0: Okay. She got
1: super drunk at the airport waiting for her flight to Los Angeles. She demanded to be taken to jail. She screamed profanities. She sang. She, she sang. Did the, she sing anything? She sang the song "Rock Around the Clock"
0: from Happy Days.
1: Yes. <laughs> then she shouted, "I'm not worried anymore. Give me some cocaine." Okay. She threatened to sue police. She tried to kick at least t- two police officers, and in jail, she tried to bite a nurse. So pretty much this sounds like one of your Friday nights.
0: Well, and I think we should point out that uh, Rock Around the Clock was only used for the first two seasons of Happy Days, just so you know.
1: Yeah, because then after it went, Sunday, Monday, Happy Days. Also, the first two seasons of Happy Days, it was like uh, it didn't have a – you see, that's weird. It didn't have a studio audience. It was kind of like those shows like The Office and whatnot, like with single
0: camera. Do you think that she's going to lose her job over this? Oh, this like,
1: I, I was also talking about
0: happy days. Um, <laughs> like if you, if we, you or I did this, we wouldn't lose our job necessarily, would we? This is just so public, and it's a public job.
1: Would you? You would you lose your job at the diabetes place?
0: I don't. I mean, I don't know necessarily that my job would even find out. It certainly wouldn't be in the newspaper
1: um i think she will because one i don't think you could you could have been like charged with she's charged with five misdemeanor counts of public drunkenness resisting arrest and assault on an officer um or as mike calls it friday night
0: you did that joke twice i know i'm, I'm
1: trying to i mean i'm trying to tell you hits okay so um i think it's she i wonder my question is, is she gonna be disbarred where was she
0: coming from i want to go there i think like, was she at a party i wonder
1: Oh, I don't know. Now, here's the funny thing, because you know the the problem with these um, public defenders is that they have so many cases that they just try and get these people to plea bargain. Yeah. This bitch didn't do that. She was pled not guilty.
0: Whoa. Uh, well, as her a lawyer, advice. she might, maybe she has a good lawyer. Maybe she's a really good public defender herself.
1: I know. Well, she probably didn't have a public She probably hired somebody. I don't know. So they,
0: they have these, like, too drunk to fly, like, limits, right? So if you're like too drunk, they won't let you on a plane. So she wouldn't. She wasn't gonna get on the plane anyway, with all like everything she was doing. I that would say.
1: Sounds like a party.
0: Yeah. Maybe she.
1: Have you ever gotten drunk before you got on an airplane?
0: No, um no. Um I don't really like being drunk. What are you talking? You're drunk like every weekend. <laughs> I I don't like being drunk with like something to do. If that makes sense. Oh. I have tr- I have trouble. I have self-control issues, so, like, if I'm drinking, I usually get drunk. Do you know what I mean? I would be singing the Happy Days song and begging for mo- more cocaine or something. This would be me.
1: I don't usually get that Happy- drunk, but
0: have you? I need um, a
1: drink to go on an airplane. I don't really like to fly. So I like to ha- I don't need to drink, but I like to have a couple of drinks before I get on the airplane just to, like, loosen me up.
0: Yeah. Um, I wonder, so she was headed back home, it sounds yes. like, right? Oh my god, what a mess! Like, when when was this? this I don't week, know. Sometime, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Speaking of uh, SFO, my next story comes from San Francisco uh, International as well. Um, this woman, uh, this is kind of not old news, but um. This is the fourth time it happened, so I guess it's worth bringing up now. This really nice-looking, like, she just looks so pleasant, 62-year-old woman. She looks like a grandmother. She may or may not be a cancer survivor. It's a long story, but she really wants to get to Hawaii. Uh, for the fourth time, they have caught her at SFO trying to board planes um, or t- attempting to squeeze past security without a boarding pass. Um, each time headed towards a plane bound towards Hawaii. Um, I think she's mentally ill. Uh, the the stories don't say anything about like her mental state, but this just sounds fucking nuts. Well, so, wait, how, where did you hear about the cancer then? Um, there were it was in one of the news stories, but there's no confirmations exactly. So, like, um, she got 18 months probation for the first time, and she also uh, one of the most like a couple times ago was told she's not allowed near the airport. She's oh, like Oh wow. Um so when they caught the last time they just caught her sitting at the food court in the airport and they arrested her because Maybe she, she just really wanted to a Cinnabon.
1: Airport.
0: Yeah. Um and then what's I don't know if this is funny or not, but there's a GoFundMe campaign um where people can donate money to buy her a ticket to Hawaii. Um so far I think it was like $135. Oh, my God. It's raised $515 at this point. Oh, wow.
1: But she's not yeah. near the airport. Like, um, excuse me, this is your captain speaking. We're going to to swing by <laughs> this woman's house Bigger up. Do you know a lot about the airport?
0: Yeah. Um, so there's a GoFundMe campaign, which is raised. I mean, that's a lot of money for this woman. I wonder if they can make the ticket just a one-way ticket, and she could just kind of kick it there.
1: Maybe, maybe she's really like, what's she going to do when she gets to to Hawaii?
0: Seriously, right? I don't, I don't know. I don't know if she has money and she's, I don't know. I think she's just crazy. Mentally ill. What if they uh, get her but, the ticket? She's like, eh, I think I want to go to Vancouver now. <laughs> or she gets on the plane. She really just wanted peanuts. So she was like, she gets on the plane and gets a peanuts and walks off.
1: She's what done. if she really wanted to go to Hawaiian Gardens? The crappy city. <laughs>
0: That's a regional joke a lot of people won't get.
1: (laughs) It's a really crap city. Like, it's – God, it's so – it's such a gross, disgusting city. in, In SoCal. In SoCal called Hawaiian Gardens.
0: And by name, it sounds beautiful, right? Hawaiian. Gardens. I don't know. I think even think it sounds gross. It's just it's it's That's because you've born and raised like you've known Hawaiian gardens to be just the fucking butthole stinky thing that it is forever. But I think like someone who doesn't know that like sounds pretty. I
1: guess. Ugh. I just know. Oh, it's So gross. And it's not even like dangerous. It's
0: just gross. It's just well, like there's there's high crime because there's that casino. They have a casino there. Yeah. And someone's like, Pie Gow Poker. I don't even what, what is Pie Gow Poker? I don't even know what that is. I have no idea. It's like the New Jersey of California.
1: <laughs> is that what New Jersey's like?
0: I don't know. I just know people make fun of it like for being ugly and just gross.
1: Yeah, maybe it is. Ugh, it's just so gross. Ugh. ugh.
0: What else is happening in LA?
1: Okay. So um I want you to know I ran the news stories today by Adam Vaught. Yep. And I let him pick the stories. I read him a number of ones. Like he picked the first one. And I was surprised when I read the headline for the second one. He, like, laughed. Like, couldn't stop laughing. And I, I don't, okay. And what is it? An elderly woman, now I'm laughing because he was laughing. <laughs> an elderly woman was stung a thousand times by bees. What? Yeah. Why is that funny? I don't know. He was laughing. That's why I was laughing because it's so horrible. Okay. He goes, yeah, do that one. Okay. Was like, okay. What
0: happened to her? Like how So I don't do, I, after a couple times don't you stop? Okay.
1: Look, here's the thing, it's not her fault. So this knucklehead Verizon employee opened an underground vault to get to something. Okay. And all of a sudden like this like whoa, and this swarm of bees came out, and then there was just a 71-year-old woman just walking by.
0: Oh, my God, how sad. And they
1: all attacked. This happened in Palm Desert. It was 75,000 to 85,000 Africanized honeybees. Racist. Yeah. And um, the bees escaped from this underground um, vault, and they covered the nearby woman. Meanwhile, this woman- Is right she there, alive? She she lived. She was just visiting relatives from out of
0: state. So, wait, are they really killer bees then? I'm um,
1: not to hurt, not to hurt. Maybe she's a tough woman. Um, um, she was visiting relatives from out of state. Okay. Worst vacation ever. Like, oh hi, Car- hi Aunt Carol. Oh hi. I'm just gonna take a a nice walk around your beautiful Palm Desert. And like, like that's horrible. It's true though. Like she had, she come out to visits from who? know, like you know, like um, Tuskegee, Alabama. And now she's uh, stung by honeybees.
0: Yeah, I don't really. So it's Tuskegee it's like a, in Alabama. I just made that up. Oh, I don't know. So the bees are underground. You said I don't really understand. They were underground,
1: exactly. and they were. They were. I guess there's a hive down there, and these this certain class of bees sees any sort of intruder, uh, and they attack them. The whole hive attacks them. And, uh, but but the fire department was able to get them off her. But here's the thing. They got enough of them where they like, somehow collected them. Uh-huh. And they gave them to some farmer.
0: Wait, what? Don't you put them down after they've tasted blood?
1: No. Well, we have, you know, we have that bee shortage. So they're probably like, oh, well, we'll be we can't <laughs> be putting any bees down. Sorry. Ma'am. Excuse me. Ma'am. Really awkward. <sighs> Do you think we can get those bees off of you?
0: Please, please kill them! Kill them! We've got plenty of old ladies. Yeah, oh. it's the bees we gotta save. Please, sir, please put your
1: hose on them and kill them. Uh, we're just gonna gently scrape them off of you, if you don't mind. We have we have a bee shortage. Ah, they're stinging me! I'm from Tuskegee. How do you?
0: <laughs> how do you count the number of stings? Like, how do you? How do we know that it's over a thousand? I wonder. It's just—I mean—it's an estimation. But okay, like,
1: ma'am. I know you're in a lot of pain. We're gonna need you sit to still, lie please. still. Okay. One, no. Carol, take <laughs> Carol, take this down. Carol, by the way, is Shannon's go-to woman joke. I should—I should give her credit for that. Okay, Carol, take this down. One. <laughs> two, <laughs> three. Uh, bring bring oh yeah yeah. oh shit i'm gonna have to start one two i
0: really don't actually like that they're being called killer bees well if you can get stung by a thousand of them and not die and be 71 at the same time they're not really killer bees
1: maybe they meant like i don't know i guess they're like
0: very aggressive bees Mm -hmm. but killer Come come
1: on maybe they're really good comedians
0: Oh, that kinda killed me. Like, remember it. your
1: W Kamau Belbies.
0: <laughs> hey, um you had an earthquake down there this, this past week. Oh, too. I didn't feel it. Oh, you didn't? No, Were you asleep? I was asleep. Was it early in the morning? I don't even I only know this because of the news footage that's kind of been circulating.
1: It was early, It was one of those it was weird. This happened to me actually about once or twice a week, where like I randomly wake up at four thirty in the morning. Uh huh. Okay. Um and then I'm, like, up, and I'm reading, and then, like, at 6.30, I'm like, oh, I'll go back to bed. So that's what happened. And nice. so, like, at 6, I was asleep, and then I woke up, and they are like, oh, there was an earthquake. And I was like, oh, I didn't feel it. Oh.
0: I like what? people around the country. Is there, like, damage or anything?
1: No. People okay. around the country freak out about earthquakes. I, I actually think they're fine.
0: Yeah, I mean, it depends because, I mean, a uh, uh, big enough earthquake, and it's not fun. It's... You know what I mean? There's, like, damage. Yeah, I guess. So. Cool. What do you got going on next week? Okay, next week I have a
1: lot going on. Next week, my friend Mercedes and my friend Michael, they have the same birthday and there's a little birthday dinner for them. Mm-hmm. Um, on Friday night, I'm going to a game night with Shannon and her boyfriend at her boyfriend's house. We've done this before. And then on Saturday, I'm going with my family to a Hugh exhibit at Chapman Newman University. <laughs> and they're gonna have people he's interviewed there,
0: and food, say, and a movie. Say, say you, you said university, really funny. I did. <laughs> yeah, you didn't notice? No. <laughs> okay, at Chapman University,
1: yeah. there's gonna be an exhibit with movies yeah. and people that he's interviewed, and it's it's that gonna be fun. fun. It's gonna yeah, be amazing. I,
0: amazing. Cool. If you don't know Hugh Hauser then Wikipedia him. Um, it's a California thing. And uh next week Joey I am uh so my boss is leaving to Spain for 2 weeks. So tomorrow's going to be Seth a Spanish
1: is pretty. No I've never been. What's his name? T- Manny. Oh, perfect. Manny says it's the best place he's ever seen. Oh and I could see Manny waving goodbye. Oh it so- looks like Manny.
0: So tomorrow must be
1: the clouds in my
0: eyes. So tomorrow's gonna to be a little stressful like handing off a lot of tasks to me. But then after he leaves it should be pretty pretty mellow. Um I don't really have tons to say actually. Um for some reason on my notes I didn't write anything down for next week. Oh, if that um,
1: were me, you would have gotten so angry with me.
0: Um also, oh my god, what the fuck? So I just opened my calendar where we share things at I mean it's like my personal calendar but I also have like shared work calendars and it uh my, my coworker Emily is getting a colonoscopy on Tuesday and she wrote oh, that on the calendar. How fun! She, and under the description she said, Getting a colon colonoscopy, don't you think this is TMI?
1: You should the be like, fuck? No, don't worry about it. Rot Kyle got a couple of them this week. Ooh, booyah! yeah, there it is.
0: All right, Joey, nice catching up with you.
1: Go to hell, Mike.
0: Bye. Thank you for listening to another episode of Catching Up. Find a new episode each week at cupodcast.com, in iTunes, or in the Stitcher Smart radio app. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com, slash cupodcast. Follow us on Twitter at cupodcast. Email us at guys at cupodcast.com. Or call our listener line at 510 239 7798. Um, yeah, I mean, it, um, uh, um, 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 uh, um, 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 um,